Hello, it's Tom again for another edition of Spinning Singles. This is Todd on uh, Sunday afternoon, and we left off with uh, July 1983, and that's where we're going to pick up on the Hot 100, and I'm going to talk about the songs that hit the top 40 for the week that hit uh, July 16th, 1983, and there were four new songs to come in that week, and there are two on the Hot 100 that I'm going to talk about. And the first song to come in at number 35 this week, or that week, was by Culture Club, and they were pretty big back then, and this was another hit for them called I'll Tumble For Ya, and it would go to number nine nationally, so it was pretty big for them, got a lot of airplay. Uh, Culture Club at the time was kind of groundbreaking, and they recorded on the Epic label, and it was from their album Kissing to Be Clever, and it did have a picture sleeve, and the picture sleeve is orange border with a, a picture of the group listening to a stereo in the front. And a word about picture sleeves back at this time, um, there were actually two different types for most of the group. Some of them were promotional and the other ones were stock. The stocks won't say anything on the back. The promos will say for promotion only. And a lot of those were printed on the back of the picture sleeve. So you knew if you had one and um, the stock one for this one says nothing. So, And the promos do have a little bit more value depending on who the artist is on that. So that's Culture Club, and I'll tumble for you at number 35. Next song I want to talk about is my favorite song from the group America. And they had a big hit, uh, You Can Do Magic, which was their first big hit in a while. And this was their follow-up called The Border. And it debuted at 38, would only go to 33 nationally, but it's a great, great song by them. I actually almost like it better than You Can Do Magic. It's got a picture sleeve of uh, the two main guys in the group playing Chinese checkers on the beach, which I thought was kind of a cool sleeve. And I remember it being a summer song because I heard it on the radio a lot when I was down at the down in Ocean City. And that's The Border by America, not one you hear today. And of course, it was on the Capitol label. And that's the rainbow label with the black center. And it's probably about a three to four dollar record, not a valuable record, but it is kind of hard to find. And I wish they played this one more. Next song I'm going to talk about, coming in at 39, was by an artist named Martin Briley, and I'd never heard of him before up until this point. And apparently he was big over in England, but this was his only chart hit in the U.S., so you can consider him a, um, a one-hit wonder. And it was on the Mercury label. It's called The Salt of My Tears, and it was from the album One Night with a Stranger. And it would come in at 39, would only go to 36 nationally, so it didn't get very high. And I heard it a couple times, not a lot around here. And it's not one you hear today, probably about a 3 to $4 record if you can find it. And, um, you know, no picture sleeve with this one. And that's Martin Briley, The Salt in My Tears. And the last song to come in the top 40 that week, dated July 16, 1983, was by Jackson Brown. And it was called Lawyers in Love. And it came in at 40, would go to number 13 nationally. So it was a pretty big hit for him. Has a pink and green picture sleeve with him on the cover and him on the back. And, of course, he was on the Asylum label still. And that's what he did most of his hits from the 70s and 80s. And um, probably about a 3 to $4 record. Not one uh, hard one to find. And it did get a lot of airplay. So you occasionally hear it today. And that's Lawyers in Love by Jackson Brown. Um and I want to talk about two Hot 100 hits that came in that week. And the first one came in at 88 and was by the B-52s. And uh, they had had a couple songs out by then. And this one was called Legal Tender. It was from their album Whammy. 
And it did not get any higher than number 81. So it was only on the Hot 100 for a few weeks. But the sleeve and the record, if you can find a stock one, it's probably about a $10 record because it's it's hard to find. Uh, the promo copies are a little easier, but because it was such a low charter, uh, the stocks are harder to find. And that's legal tender by the B-52s. Uh, next song and last song I'm going to talk about came in right behind it at number 90. And I'm talking about the group NXS. It was their second chart hit. It's called Don't Change. And it would only go to number 80 nationally. So again, it was only on the charts two or three weeks, but a good song nonetheless. And it has a picture sleeve. And the picture sleeve has a black border with Don't Change around it. And a black and white picture sleeve of the group, a uh, picture of the group in, inside of it. And they're on the Atco label, which was the gray label at the time, before they switched over to Atlantic. And this is Don't Change by NXS. And that brings us to the next week in July of 1983, and it was dated July 23rd. And the first song I'm going to talk about um, was a rather unique song from a one-hit wonder artist named Taco. And he had never had a chart record before, and he didn't after this one, too. And you'll know this song. It's called Putting on the Ritz. Uh, sounds like it came out of the 1920s, and it could have been a cover of a group of a song, and it probably was. But it went all the way to number four, so it was a big, big hit. Uh, because of that, it doesn't have a lot of value. It doesn't have a picture sleeve either. And it's from his album After Eight. And that's Taco with Putting on the Ritz. Next song I'm going to talk about came in at number 35. And it was kind of a harder record to find, rather obscure by Diana Ross, called Pieces of Ice. And it would only go to 31, so it wasn't on the charts very long. And by this time, Diana Ross was pretty, pretty uh, into her solo career. And she had a uh, custom-made label made for this particular record. And it's just a red label with Ross on it, with RCA. And the picture sleeve is pink, just showing Ross on the cover. And it's probably about a $5 record, if you can find it. And uh, not one that got a lot of airplay, not one you hear at all. And in fact, I know it's not a dance record of hers. It's kind of a mid-tempo record. And that's Pieces of Ice by Diana Ross. And just like the week before... There were two song, uh, four songs that came in the top 40. And the third one to come in this week, of the week uh, did the 23rd, was by Journey. It's called After the Fall, and it was um, from their album Frontiers, which was pretty popular. And this came in at 39. would go to 23 nationally, so a pretty decent hit for them um, on the Columbia label, whereas most of their songs were. And no picture sleeve with this one. And uh, I do remember hearing this. And the B-side has a... Um, as a song from the movie Tron on the back called Only Solutions, which I thought was cool. But After the Fall was the A-side, and that's what you heard. And probably about a 3 to $4 record, not extremely hard to find. And we'll talk about the last song that debuted in the top 40 that week, and it was by Rick Springfield, another artist who was very big in the early 80s. And it was from his album Living in Oz. It's called Human Touch. And it's on the RCA label, just like Taco. It did not have a picture sleeve. And it came in at 40, would go to 18 nationally. So it was a pretty decent hit, pretty upbeat. One of my more of my favorite songs by him, The Human Touch by Rick Springfield. And um, probably about a 2 to $3 record, not very hard to find at all. And it did get some airplay. For the Hot 100 that week, there were three songs I want to talk about that debuted. And the first one I'm going to talk about um, got a ton of airplay. And you think, man, this had to be a big, big hit because it just over the years has gotten a ton. And I'm talking about Sharp Dressed Man by ZZ Top. 
It came in at number 80, but only went to 56 nationally, which surprised me. Should have gotten a lot higher. Um, it was from their album, Eliminator. It did not have a picture sleeve, but it's on the Warner Brothers uh, label. And I got a chance to see them a couple years ago at the Frederick Fairgrounds, and they sounded great. Sounded like they just walked out of the 80s. They were very, very good. And that's Sharp Dressed Man by ZZ Top. And probably about a 4 to $5 record, uh, a stock copy of this with no picture sleeve. Next one I'm going to talk about was the first chart appearance by a group called R.E.M., and that's the initials, R-E-M, with periods. And this is a group called, and the song was called Radio Free Europe. And I must admit, when this first came out, I never heard it. And I didn't really become aware of this group for another couple years. But once I heard this record, this turned out to be one of my favorites by them. Um, it came in at number 90, would only go to 78 nationally. But a great, great song by them. One of my favorites, like I said, very upbeat. Very good at the times. It was very uh, timely, I should say. On the IRS label, and it does have a picture sleeve, which is rather hard to find. Kind of a um, picture of a field with maybe a boat or something on the cover and, a, and an upside-down doll on the back. It's really kind of a unique picture sleeve. Uh, a stock copy and a picture sleeve of this is probably about $25. It's very hard to find because it was such a low charter and one of their early hits, and that's Radio Free Europe by R.E.M. And the last song I'm going to talk about um, was actually a number one song on my countdown because I love the song so much. It's simply just called Words, and it's by an artist named F.R. David. And this was his only chart hit. It came in at number 94 and would go to number 62. And it's on the Carry label, which kind of is an independent label. Uh, a red label, and I can only think of maybe one or two artists on this label, but the song was kind of a mid-tempo adult contemporary song, but I, I just love the subject matter of the song, and um, probably about a 4 to $5 record, not very valuable, and it didn't have a picture sleeve, but that's F.R. David with words. And I need to refresh my voice here. And we're going to uh, wrap up the month of July in 1983 with the last week, and there were five songs that came in the top 40, and there are four on the Hot 100 I'm going to talk about. So the first song that came in that week at number 35 was another hit from Michael Jackson off a of Thriller, and it's called Human Nature. And it has one of those picture sleeves with him in a yellow vest, and definitely one of the ones that says demonstration only, not for sale on it, but the stock copy has it without it. And uh, Michael Jackson's Human Nature went to number seven. Just about everything he touched at that point went top ten easily. And this got a ton of airplay. One of my favorite favorite songs off the album. And still here today. And um, because it's Michael, he's probably got about a five to six dollar price tag on it. And the picture sleeve is probably about the same. So it's probably about a ten dollar record if you can find an original copy. And that's Human Nature by Michael Jackson. Next song I'm going to talk about was um, one of those songs that when you heard it on the radio, you're thinking, oh, man, what a cool song. But when I bought the 45, it's a different mix on the 45s, and I was kind of disappointed. I'm like, well, I want the song I heard on the radio, not this version. So I had to go out and find a promo copy of the 45 to get the version I heard on the radio. And, of course, the version I heard on the radio was the album version. And I'm talking about Men Without Hats called The Safety Dance. And the version they played on the radio had them spelling it out, and it was really um, long and upbeat. And um, the promo copy has that version, 
and it's called the long version. But the uh, 45 that was released on Backstreet, which is the same label as Tom Petty, had a much shorter version and um, kind of a, I don't know, just a different version entirely and not almost, I just couldn't recognize the song almost. It was just different. So if you like the Safety Dance, the Men Without Hats, the ones they always play, you got to find it on a promo or the album version. And it would come in at 37, would go to number three. So it was a big, big hit. Got a ton of airplay. Uh, spent four weeks at number three. That's as high as it got, but that was huge. And the promo copy of this record is harder to find. Like I said, it's got the best version of it. It's probably about a $10 record. The 45 version is maybe three to four. And that's the Safety Dance with Men Without Hats. Next song I'm going to talk about was a number one song that we're going to talk about this week, and it was by Billy Joel. It's called Tell Her About It from An Innocent Man, and it came in brand new in the Hot 100, debuted at number 38. We'll go to number one for one week. It does have a picture sleeve, and it shows him on the cover. And I like the song pretty good for the first 50 or 100 times I heard it after that. I definitely got burned out of it. It's not one I can listen to a lot now because they played it way too much. And um, it's just one of those songs. I love Billy Joel, but this song is just one I just can't listen to now because they played it to death. So um, this is Tell Her About It by Billy Joel. And because it was a number one song, doesn't have a lot of value. I'd say 3 to $4. And that makes us move on to the next record, which was also on Billy Joel's Columbia label. And as it turns out, it was his only top 40 hit for a guy named Dave Edmonds. And he was from England, and this is called Slipping Away, and it's from his album Information. And um, he sounds a lot like the Electric Like Orchestra because Jeff Lynne produced this record. So to me, it sounds very close to them, that kind of sound. And it hit number 39, and that's as high as it got, was 39. And it was only on for a couple weeks and then fell off. I heard it occasionally and not much else after that. Probably about a 2 to $3 record without a picture for without a picture sleeve on that one. And the last song I'm going to talk about, the hit number 40 that week, and would go to number 35 only, thought it would be higher than that, was a song by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts called Fake Friends. And um, it has a picture sleeve of her jumping up in the air, playing guitar, and it's yellow background, and her and a picture of the group on the back. And the thing about this record was, and for some reason, 83 had this on several records, where they released the records with two different numbers on it. And this was one of them. I don't know why they did that, but it was released with two different numbers. And um, Joan Jett's got some value. She's got a heck of a following now and all these years labor, later. And I'd say it's about a $10 to $15 record if you can find it with the picture sleeve. And that's Fake Friends by Joan Jett. And she recorded on the MCA label at this point. So we're talking about the Hot 100 now for the last week of July, and there's four songs I want to talk about to end up the Spinning Singles uh, edition. And the first song I'm going to talk about was a live cut by the Doobie Brothers, and it was a cover of a song done by Carly Simon in 1978. It's called You Belong to Me, and they did a version of it. And, and they released a live version that came in at 82, would only go to 79. That's as high as it got. And it was from their Farewell Tour album. But the, they recorded a studio version of the song, which is much better, I think. And they recorded that in 77. So whenever you hear this song on the radio, you hear the studio version. You don't hear the live version. And that's another kind of anomaly. They released the live version on 45, but the studio version was not released on 45, which I thought was very interesting. 
So I think you have to get the album to get the studio version. Next song I'm going to talk about uh, was by a group from California called the Plim Souls, and I had never heard of them before. And this is their only chart entry. It came in at 88, would only go to 82, and it's called A Million Miles Away. And it's on the Geffen label, and it does have a picture sleeve, and it took me a long time to find this record because it was uh, not a big hit. It was only on the charts for a couple weeks, and it's just one of those obscure records that you never hear. And while I was listening to the Underground Garage, they play another cut by the Plimsolls quite a bit, and that's called Everyday Things, and that's a great, great song. And in fact, I had to go find the album because that's only where you can find the song Everyday Things by the Plimsolls. And um, it, the album was put out in 81, and this song, A Million Miles Away, was put out in 83. So that's, uh, that's all I can say about that group, but a great, great song. Next two songs I want to talk about are excellent. Um, coming in at 89 with Aretha Franklin. And she was on Arista at the time. And this is called Get It Right. Great, great upbeat dance song. One of my favorites by her. Um, it came in at 89, would only go to 61 nationally. But if you've never heard it, you got to listen to it. It was number one on my countdown. Great, great song. And that's uh, probably about a 5 to $6 record because it's one you can't find or one you don't hear that much. And that's Aretha Franklin with Get It Right. And the last song I'm going to talk about is another great soul crossover song that actually has some value. I believe this record is probably about a $15 record. Talking about Crazy by the Manhattans. It's on the Columbia label. It came in at number 90 and would go to 72 nationally. So it wasn't a huge hit, but I remember hearing it on the on the um, radio when it was out. And it's a great, great song. And it's one of their best. And it's almost bordering on Northern Soul, and that's why it's got some value to it. It's by, from the album Forever by Your Side, and that's the Manhattans and Crazy. So we're ending it on an up note there, and that should do it for this edition of Spinning Singles. And we're going to begin with August of 1983 next week. <laughs> 